Hello everyone, welcome back to our Manchester United podcast, Never Ignored. On today's episode we're going to be covering our reaction to United versus Everton, the game against Bruges in the Europa League. We're going to look, talk about the speculation with Jadon Sancho and Jack Grealish and then reflect on the returning members to our squad, Paul Pogba, Fosu Mensah and Twan Zabi. We'll top it all off at the end with a bit of a preview of United versus Derby and Manchester City. Yeah, uh, so uh, another action-packed podcast. Um, and again, we've played twice since our, <laughs> since the last last one. We, so we're just saying to each other, we seem to be playing a lot of games at the moment. It's all coming very thick and fast. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the games are. We've got Europe, FA Cup, um, and then the league. But I guess not a bad position to be in. It's still in all the competitions that we need to be in. So good stuff. Yeah, uh, we're in more competitions than Liverpool now. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, yeah. Liverpool can focus on the league now, yeah. <laughs> they need to put their focus back on the league. Yeah, oh well, yeah. Um, in the space of a few days, they've, lo- they've not lost their unbeaten run and they've uh, lost the chance at a treble as well. So we do. We, we get to maintain our record of being the only English team in the treble. Arsenal get to maintain their record of their invincible golden Premier League that they hold. Even though we, we all know which achievement is... Uh, is we, we all know what's more of an achievement. <laughs> For sure. Um, Three to one. Yeah. <laughs> so simple maths. Um, but yeah, so United Everton. Okay. Oh, actually, let's go United Bruges first. That was the first game, wasn't it? Um, yeah. yeah, it was a good game. Five nil. Was it five nil? Yeah, it was five nil. Bruno, McTominay, Fred twice, and I'm missing someone. Who have I missed? You're missing the amazing old Gallo. Yeah, how can Odia I forget? Igalo. How can I forget a Gallo's goal? <laughs> um, yeah, it was exactly what you'd want from a home performance in the Europa League, I guess, against a team like Bruges. Yeah. Um, the game started off completely, I'd say, quite one-way traffic. And then you get Delhi, Delhi his name was, who decides that Mignolet is, isn't a great goalkeeper and he decides to make the save on his behalf. <laughs> he decides, oh, I have to do this myself, yeah. Even it, though even though probably Mignolet was making the exact same dive behind him. <laughs> it was just an insane moment. I'm not too sure what was going through his head, but yeah, he decides to fling himself at it, stick his hand out. Makes a great save, to be fair to him. Um and yeah, gets himself sent off. Yeah, I've probably not seen anything like that really since um, Suarez in the World Cup back in was it twenty ten something like that. <laughs> I think there was a quite was in the Oxley Chamberlain as well when he was at Arsenal and he ended up sending Kieran Gibbs off for it before the uh, maybe yeah. yeah. But I think against Chelsea, he ended up sending off. It was is it either the other way around, Ox or Gibbs? Yeah, one of the two because <laughs> they looked similar according to the referee. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm not sure really what he was doing because uh, United were on top anyway, but Bruges was still in the game. At that point, it's no nil, one one on the on aggregate. If they got an away goal, you know things could have got tricky. I was thinking, being a Bruges fan, I'd be so devastated traveling that far, and then you've got a player who just for some, gets himself literally gets himself sent off for yep. no reason. It's not yeah. challenged yet to make in any way, shape, or form, and you've effectively thrown away the tie at that yep. point. And and the thing that I found really bizarre though was what on earth VAR was looking at. They spent ages looking at VAR. The referee even had to go over and look at the screen. It is a bit crazy because I know I'm assuming the debate they had was was he going to save it? But you can't even guarantee you can't, that. Exactly. You've seen um, who's Fabian uh, last even Adrian last night. Uh, so Liverpool Chelsea was last night. We're recording this on the Wednesday. Um, Adrian Will- Williams' goal is basically straight at him, and he's yep. palmed it into the goal. So you, there's no way they could have deb- uh, figured out where the Minulay was going to save <laughs> save save the ball or not. Was, and James did hit it pretty nicely as well. So yeah, agree. So at least I'm glad to say that the the correct decision was. Yeah, if they'd overturned that, it would have just been it would have been quite shocking. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Bruno tucked away another penalty. That was what back to back penalties, I think. So that's yeah. good. Good to see we've got some consistency with our penalty takers. Yeah, and then from then on, it was just complete one way traffic. He's like, so we got a Galo's goal. 
Uh, so Matt got the assist, but again, it was Bruno's Bruno's build up. That's what. Um, yeah. That's what got the uh, got the goal. Um, McTominay, there was a good finish as well. His yeah, goal. fantastic finish. The way he hit that, where he hit used like the inside of his foot, and he kind of the way the the board the trajectory was as if he'd use the outside of his foot. It was great yeah. technique. And I think he was saying as well, he looks like he's packed on a bit of muscle as well. He looks he looks more like a Scott has been in the yeah. gym definitely. <laughs> He, lo- he looks more like what you'd want out of a sort of defensive midfielder kind of uh, position. He look- um, he just looks a bit like a superhero, doesn't he? He's got the Captain America look <laughs> to him. Yeah, I guess I guess that's one way to put it. Um, so that was half time. Yeah, three 0 up. Can't complain. And then uh, if you'd have asked for two goal scorers in the second half, or Fred scoring both, uh, I think most of United fans would be pretty happy with that at the moment. And it gets even better if you'd ask who the two assists would be by. Yeah, uh, who was it? It was Chong got one of them. And Jesse Lingard. And Jesse Lingard, yeah. So, so two players who needed something. Yeah. Um, Chong's still not sure what's happening with him, but he's been getting more minutes recently, so you never know. Um, but yeah, Fred, he's deserved some goals for his uh, his overall play has been pretty good, minus yeah. the finishing. I've been critical of his finishing recently. I've said that's probably the only thing, well, we have one of the things he could improve on. And um, yeah, it was two great finishes to be fair to him. So great stuff, keep it up. Yeah, um, not much more to it than that. Uh, maybe we could have had a few more goals, but you know, I'm not going to complain about 5-0 win. Yeah, and I, th- I think in the end, probably Mignolet was the best player. He made a, quite a few yeah, good, actually, crucial saves. Yeah, actually, he's made some good, fa- good saves, actually. I know he made one from Agarlo and uh, I think a few from Bruno as well. Yeah. And um, so that takes us to the next round of the Europa League. Yeah, playing LA, LASK. Is that LASK. Or, is it, or are they LASK or does that stand for something? It stands for Linzer Athletic Sport Club. Okay, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, knew, I knew that. They're mass- massive team, right? Yeah, massive team. Uh, knows yeah, it. I mean, I think that seems like a pretty decent draw. Yeah, I'm not even too sure where they sit in the Aust- Austrian league. I didn't know they were from Austria even. So yeah. that, <laughs> oh, I took it one step further there. Yeah. It's a new, I hope that's correct. Otherwise, I'm just sound like... I think Austria good. sounds about right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for me, it has to be a, 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 a pass to the next round. Yeah, um, it's good. Arsenal have been knocked out as well, so that's always nice. Yeah. Um, I'm actually, out of all the teams left in there, I'm probably more, most scared of Wolves. <laughs> I just couldn't sit through another. Yeah, another two, another two, two games, games against Wolves. It's it. just too much. Would right? that be a record for how many times we've it's, played one it's team in the season? There, right? We played them. Um, we played them in the FA Cup this year as well, isn't it? Yeah. I think the only tournament we haven't played them in is the Car- Carabao Cup. Or have we played them in the Carabao Cup as well? It's all a blur at the moment because <laughs> <laughs> I think we played them at some point in one either last season. In last the season Cup. we lost to them in the FA Cup. Yeah. And then this season we beat them in the FA Cup, and we've already played them twice in the oh, league. It's because we played them twice in the FA Cup. Yeah. It was a replay. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. There was a so, replay this yeah. year as well, wasn't it? That's, so, that's, that's that's why I was thinking that maybe we played in the Carabao. So as well. I can't sit through it again. Yeah, uh, yeah. Two more. I think if um, if we do draw each other eventually at some point, they should just solve it by the coin toss or something. Just, yeah. just, <laughs> just call the game off. Just get together. Do one one coin toss at Old Trafford, one coin toss at Molyneux. Away goals count double. Yeah. <laughs> and just call it a day. Um, but yeah, that was so that was a good start to the. Weekend, I guess. I guess we put you know Thursday night almost almost the weekend. Yeah. Um, and then we had our Sunday game. Was it Sunday we played? Yeah, Sunday. So that was Everton away. Um, so we did say before that it was looking like it was going to be a reasonably tricky game, but we were confident with the form we'd gone into, but didn't get off to the best start. Yeah. So prior to the game, we know about their record. Ancelotti hasn't lost at home this season with Everton. Um. He, they, Everton have won their last four in seven games against United at home so they've got good form at home Everton against us um, 
it, yeah, it, it looked like it was going to be tricky. And immediately, what, three minutes into it or two minutes into it, even I hadn't even turned the TV on at that. Point. I was I was still I was still finding my way to the sofa. I was there still, you know, gleaming from the glow of the win <laughs> against Bruges and Watford and. I was like, yeah, come on, let's go. And then, yeah, Dave just makes a mistake. He, he just dwindles for too long on the ball. I think it was six seconds he had on the ball. So it's a bit of a shame um, that he didn't just get rid of it quicker than that before he was closed down by Calvert-Lewin. And Calvert-Lewin, fair play to him, is good, good work rate. And it's it's been such a long time. When I watch football, you always see the striker close down the goalkeeper and you're always like, oh, he almost got... No, he hasn't got it. It never happens. And then the one time it happens, it happens in against a game us, against yeah. Manchester United. I mean, yeah, we've already had the conversation was it two weeks ago about De Gea or Henderson next year. Yeah. Um, and it's only going one way at the moment. It is. It De, Gea, is. De Gea has his form has improved a bit, but it just seems like now it just I don't know. It just seems like his head's not there anymore. So yeah. he'll still pull off the world class saves, yeah. but and to, yeah, to be, give credit to him, he did literally like two minutes later pull off a great save. Yeah. And the last 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 kick of the game yeah. almost as always well was a good save. Yeah. It's, it's a it's a funny one because I think um, everyone was saying that uh, Henderson looks like he's just got himself the number one for England yeah. and Manchester United off the so back I, of this so game I did think that so Bruno equalised no surprise of the goals no surprise it's Bruno that scored it was a great shot <laughs> yeah um, I think they were a little bit harsh on Pickford I guess you'd always be disappointed being being at your near post I guess yeah. but Bruno he took it early he took it well took it early I think it's bounced just before yeah. it's gone over the, like arrived at the keeper had good movement on it um, so yeah, I, I think they were a tad harsh. I, I, don't get me wrong, but I suppose it's Pick, it's Pickford, right? So it yeah. comes with the repu- the reputation comes with the area. Yeah, and um, uh, he's, he's been making mistakes constantly. So things that are fifty fifty, you know, the na- the narrative is that he's making mistakes. So if it's a fifty fifty thing at the moment, the media at least are going to lean towards. And the meme pages, they're going to lean towards mistake. It's a mistake for Pickford. <laughs> well, he definitely isn't a fan of Roy, Roy Keane. Yeah. Uh, he's not not his biggest fan. But yeah, it was interesting to see that um, Pickford and De Gea have both got the most errors leading to a goal this year in the League 7. I think they're on level uh, with Leno. Since the start of last last season. Yeah. I yeah. think they're on level with um, Leno yeah. and uh, Dubravka from Newcastle. Um But yeah, it, 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 was a, it was a strange first half. Uh, it was a tale of two uh, goalkeeping errors. Uh, I'd say yeah. But yeah the rest of the half we dominated um, we Ma- did really yeah. well yeah. even even after they scored Matic hit the bar yeah. and he had another good shot later on before I, Bruno scored I was impressed with the recovery from the early goal um, it, we were on the front foot completely yeah but I wonder if um, that just took too much out of us because the second half we were pretty dire yeah it was so it was, I'm wondering if they're, they're playing Thursday and then uh, that first half performance I think it seemed to take a bit too much out of the team. Yeah, so the second half, if me and Imti were just saying the first half we were on the front foot, yeah, we were on the back foot completely that second half. It was yep. it was wave after wave from Everton. And I don't think I've ever seen so many corners. Maguire just, he really stood up stood up yeah. to it there. Yeah, he, Maguire credit to him. He stood really strong in I the I think he um, must have headed it out like about 150 times. In but there. I was convinced, I was like, oh, one of these is going to go. Yeah, there, that, it just seemed inevitable. But yeah. Maguire was just getting on the end of every <laughs> of everything. So it worked out pretty well. Yeah, um, and we almost had a chance to win it at the end. I, I was almost celebrating oh. when it fell to Igalo after Fernandez's shot. It was the, it was the perfect scenario. So Fernandez, to be fair, I think he has missed it a tiny bit, and yeah. Pickford made a decent. It was on the volley. Save. It was, yeah. it was it had to stretch to get and, to but it. But then when it drops to Igalo, I'm like, okay, great stuff. This is going in. But uh, Pickford, even when he hit it, I was thought this is still, this is still going. To be fair, there's no way that yeah. he's getting on the end of this. But. He, he's done his job. He Pickford, the he's made himself big. He's run across. He's closed down the shot as quick as he can and. <laughs> Credit to him. He made a he made a good save. Yeah, no, it was uh, he. Well, yeah, he saved the saved in the game, I guess. And then they've gone up the other end. Um, De Gea makes a very good save. It was a terrific save, wasn't yeah. it? 
Yeah, I, I, almost, I thought that was in as well when I, was, when I saw Sigurdsson yeah. about to get at the end of it I thought that's that Sigurdsson's got an incredible record against <laughs> you know, us as well. yeah, he's just always I, just, yeah, I remember even from his Swansea days so he's, he's got just, nine goal involvements against us in yeah. the last nine games five goals four assists he just always has done something yeah, against he hit us the bar, he hit the bar with yeah, a free kick as well did. I think didn't he so yeah he's he's always a threat um, and then yeah there was the disallowed goal um, it's an interesting one on social media that yeah I mean for me Sigurdsson was in an offside position mm-hmm. and he moved his legs out of the way for the ball to go in. Doesn't matter, so does it? That's, so that, for me, that's interference. Yeah. If he if he was, if he he was stood still, he, the ball would have hit him. So, <laughs> so, so, so a, he's had to interfere with play to get out of the way. It, it's a funny one and it's just a classic case of I think people just either don't know the rules well enough or don't want well, to. That's what Oli said as well. He said he, 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 he held his hands up and said he's not 100% sure. So, so, so he, has to, he said he's trusted that the officials do know the rules. Um, so with so with the whole situation, um, people were arguing. Oh, he, De Gea, he's not in his eye line. Um, De Gea can see over him. Blah blah. It doesn't matter. He's still he's in the way. He's yeah. still interfering. He's still going to cause De Gea. And to he's in. He was in the direct line of the yeah. ball. <laughs> and, and and then the other argument yeah. is, oh, he wasn't going to save it anyway because he'd already committed to his right and the ball. Yeah, ended maybe up he going thought left. That Sigurdsson sat there yeah. in offside position. He's going to hit him, but then yeah. he moved. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. The the fact that that player's position has caused any doubt and has obviously altered yeah, what the keeper wants to do is interference so. simple and it's that's like saying oh you can leave a man up front and as long as he just dummies everything <laughs> yeah, exactly. that goes through him exactly as long as he doesn't actually yeah as long as he's not blocking you know his view or he doesn't hit him then uh, yeah. yeah so i think the, i think the correct decision did come yeah. in the end um and i'm not just saying that because i want manchester united to not lose the game uh credit to the officials they got it right um the guy he's interviewed with play simple yeah um, so that's that really um, I think based on the first half disappointed with the point second half happy with the point almost other than missing the chance at the end it sort of made it um, hurt a bit more yeah but, I think um, yeah I'm I'm in agreement with you on that based on the first half I would definitely have wanted three points at half time but then at the end of that the second good, half the good thing is um, Spurs lost Chelsea drew um so Wolves obviously won because they played Spurs, so they've gone level with us. But we've not, we've not been punished too much by dropping points. Um, but I did have an interesting stat that I want to pull up. It's about um, how many times we, uh, when Chelsea have dropped points, how we follow up, follow it up. Um, and it's basically like there's been nine times Chelsea yeah, have dropped points. What they do, always. and yeah. So you look at this is a game week. So game week thirteen. Chelsea lost, United drew. Game week 14, Chelsea lost, United drew. Game week 17, Chelsea lost, United drew. 21, Chelsea drew, United lost. 23, losses for both. 24, Chelsea drew, United lose. 25, Chelsea draw, United draw. 28, Chelsea draw, United draw. It's absolutely so, insane. So that's nine times we've had the opportunity to close yeah, the gap it's, on it's them. It's a bit ridiculous. <laughs> it, it is in our own hands. So yeah. if we don't get those positions, we don't qualify for... Yeah, if we don't get fourth or anything like that, or it, fifth or whatever, it was within our own hands. Yeah. Most of we've most had the opportunities, the and I, I, I would bet you a lot. A lot of those games, they're against teams we'd have expected to beat. Yeah. Um. But yeah, what can you do? We still got the Europa League. We still we're still in fifth. We're still in technically in that Champions League place almost. Yeah. <laughs> um. But I think yeah, Sheffield have got a game in hand. Um. So they'll be looking to poach that. But it looks like we're gonna have a very interesting run into the end of the season. We know Liverpool have. 
pretty much got the title coronavirus <laughs> um but yeah at least it's going to be very interesting who get, who gets that third and fourth yeah, spot I mean, unless uh, they're dropping Liverpool points have lost their last two games in a row yeah. in all competitions yeah. they've conceded five goals in that time and scored none so if you ask me I think City are favourites at the moment <laughs> yeah, all we need, all we need to do is let's steam, steamroll us. That, that, that might be wishful thinking, but I think yeah, if you you know expand Liverpool's current trajectory, they're going to yeah. lose nine games in a row, not score a goal in that time, and they're going to do irre- irreparable damage to my fantasy football team. Yeah, because considering this is something else I actually want to mention. So considering Liverpool have been getting a lot of plaudits for their defensive performances over the season, which to be fair, yeah, it's been good. Last three games, I think they've conceded seven. Yep. So two, they've conceded yeah. a lot more than us. And we've reason. conceded, I think, yeah. two. And yeah. if you consider the two goals we've conceded, um, <laughs> both of them were, to be honest, very big individual mistakes from our goalkeeper. Yeah, goalkeepers. Romero and Digo. But, but I take that as a positive. Well, I see the positive side of it in the fact that at least our defence isn't being broken down and then strikers yeah. are finishing against us. It's just one random long ball defeated us the first time and the second time the keeper just the took too long. Lapse of concentration, yeah. yeah. Um, that's so another interesting stat which was uh, everyone's blaming Lovren for Liverpool's defeats but, so he's played in one of their three defeats yeah. and uh, Van Dijk's played in all of them so you know yeah. clear again Van Dijk is useless the game against Watford to be fair Lovren was terrible but yeah both of them um, yeah it doesn't reflect well on either well, of them um, we, we've actually been saying for a while this is going to sound like sour grapes that Liverpool haven't actually been playing that well um, yeah. and if you look at the first game they played against Watford Watford should have beaten yeah, yeah, the, the difference was Saar missed sitters in that game yeah but in this in this this game, he actually scored some good goals. So yeah. it was f- sort of the first time someone's actually taken their opportunity against them. It, it was awesome. They were good finishes as well. And he looked so gutted when he got subbed off and he didn't get the hat trick. He looked so gutted yep. on the bench. Yeah. So good, 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 good ambition from him. Fair play. But yeah, enough about the Liverpool. best Senegalese winger <laughs> on the pitch. <laughs> yeah, enough about Liverpool. Um, so what have we got? We got some transfer speculation. You you said you wanted to mention. Yeah. So as of recent. Um, Two names keep popping up in for our transfer, big transfer targets for summer: Jaden Sancho and Jack Grealish. So I just wanted to have a little uh, discussion about what we think on a, a potential move for Jaden. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I mean, I take him. We need a. We've been saying for a while we need a proper proper winger. So Sancho fits that bill. Someone who actually wants to play on the wing. Mm-hmm. Um, probably both both sides. Um, and he scores goals and creates as well. Which again, Bruno's filled a bit of that void, but he can't. He can't do it all. Yeah, he can't do it on his own. Yep. Um, so yeah, I can. I can see like uh, if, if we had an attack of uh, Rashford on one wing, Sancho on the other, and then probably still I'd say a new number nine. I'd be pretty happy with that. Um, the new number nine being Igalo changing yeah. his squad number. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, um, when I said number nine, I meant more just the position. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I mean Igalo's been positive so far. Not sure if he's the long term solution, but. So, um, yeah, um, Sancho, he's had a fantastic season over in Germany. Um, he's got 22 appearances this year in the league, 14 yeah. goals, which is a pretty solid turnaround for I a I think he's guy. got 14 assists as well in that time. I'm not 100% sure on that, but I think which he's Which is got, a, yeah. incredibly impressive, yeah. yeah. I think he would probably fit the bill. Um, he's got some experience of... Plus, he's from City's Academy, right? So that's nice to uh, sort of... Yeah, if, so he, if if he comes to rub that in their faces, yeah, I guess, but. he's clearly got ambition because he was probably the first prolific. Yeah, uh, he's a trend, to, trend, trendsetter, right? Yeah, he was the first prolific player that said, "All right, I'm going elsewhere to get my first team minutes rather than." Well, you look at on. the comparison between him and Foden. I think they're the same same age. Um, and Foden's barely played any. I know he played the full ninety in the cup the other day. Yeah, and he he did look decent to be fair to him. Yeah, I think. But he got when you look match. at, um, so Foden's played thirty-one games in his career, uh, in the league. 60 overall 
And you've got to wonder how many of those are... Um, substitute appearances. Substitute appearances. I imagine a strong portion of them. Uh, whereas Sancho, has, he is the same age and he has played 71 games. Yep. And I'd imagine and the majority the of them are starts. Yep. <clears throat> Sorry, he's played 91 games. So yeah, he's played almost a season's worth more of football. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you've got to imagine the majority of those are starts and he's in the national team, he's yeah. starting for them. Yep. Uh, he's made 11 England caps. Yeah. So that's uh, that's almost as many games as Foden gets in one year. He's played that for England. So so the rumoured transfer fee for him would be that we'd be breaking the British transfer fee and going in about 105 million. I mean, he's going to go up and up the more he the more he does well this season. It's just going to go up and up, right? Yeah, he um, he fits all those little um, taxes that you get an increase on that he's young. Um, he's a, a British player. Um, so I wonder, does the British you know, it's sort of cancel out because he's playing abroad? I don't know. If maybe it's, do, I wonder if it increases it because maybe is the argument that it's more difficult abroad, especially um, because it's, it's unheard of. Uh, I guess it, I think it increases his personal value. Yeah, but I wonder whether the English sort of the English tax kind of goes away. A yeah, bit. potentially. I don't know. But, um, and yeah, and then it's reported that we'll be offering him about over the two hundred grand a week, which yeah. Yeah, seems to fit our kind of way. I mean, personally, I've, I've always said I I don't really care what yeah, we same. what we pay our players or how much we pay for them. Um. As long as it's not changing the price that fans pay to <laughs> to watch the game, it doesn't really bother me. Um, I guess most of the money comes from TV deals and that kind of stuff. And yeah. TV, while it's not getting cheaper, I don't think it's got really drastically more expensive recently. So, yeah, um, Jadon Sancho, I'd take him at United all day. Um, he's a Chelsea fan, <laughs> self-proclaimed Chelsea fan from his younger, from his youth. Uh, and Chelsea are linked right? to him. Born, yeah. He was born in the year two thousand, which is ridiculously yeah. young. Yeah. Um. So yeah, when he was growing up, Chelsea were very competitive. Yeah. And I think he's from from that area as well. Yeah, think, he's so. from um, I think South West London. Yeah. So that so that helps. Um. But yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't say no to him. I I'm starting to think it's not going to happen though. Yeah, I think it's one of those transfers that might be too good to be true if we were to secure it. I think, firstly, we definitely have to get Champions League. Yep. I don't see him coming if we're in the Europa League because he's proved himself. He's proved himself already. Mm-hmm. Um, and secondly, I just don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> I, I still, at the moment, can't see why he'd want to leave Dortmund. I know there have been things to that account. Yeah. But um, I just don't see it yet. I just don't think he's he's so young still. So yeah, there's mixed reports coming. So the um, the Dortmund owner came out recently and said he's very happy at yep. Dortmund and he wants to stay. And then, but then all the other reports contradict that. So I think personally, he probably does want to come back to the Premier League. I'm not too sure if Manchester United's team he wants to come to. It doesn't sound like he wants to go back to City. Clearly, sounds like he's probably sour about his experience there, uh, expectedly. Um, I think maybe Chelsea and Liverpool are the other two teams that he could possibly want to move to. Maybe uh, I don't see Liverpool spending that kind of kind of money this season though. If you if, if they win the league like they we, everyone expects them to now. Um, it wouldn't really make much sense for them to spend hundred and. I know, so I don't think it's a position need to bolster either. <laughs> Probably they've got other positions that need to be focused on. Yeah. Um, um, but more about Chelsea. Chelsea could do the right winger because right now. Well, they just signed uh, Z- 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 uh, what's his name? Hakeem Zayek yeah. from Ajax. Who yeah, he uh, he's a pretty good wing, signing, yeah. Uh, yeah. and they've got Pulisic. Last year they spent money on him, mm-hmm. so I don't know if they'll spend. Yeah, again, because yeah. you you can't. I I can't imagine all three of them playing together. Mm, very true. Um, unless Zay Zay Z- plays like more of like a number ten kind of role. Yeah, I think of recently he's been playing yeah more of a number um, ten but four. You'd Ajax. imagine that would be their sort of. They sort they'll probably play like sort of a front free Abraham. Yeah. <clears throat> or a replacement for Abraham. 
because uh, they still seem to be keen to get a striker, right? So maybe it's mm-hmm. another striker, Zayek, and I don't know if Pulisic has done enough to start yet, but I know he's injured at the moment. Yeah. But um, I guess he's definitely in their plans. Um, and yeah, City have got all their financial fair play issues as well. To, to yeah, like, even regardless they, of whether he they, wants to come back they or they not. Cause any <laughs> they probably, it's probably not the best time for them to be spending 100 million plus on... Plus it's also, it's not what they... Um, it's not really how they've uh, gone about it. They they spent a lot of money, but they haven't really spent huge amounts on uh, particular players since the since the early days. I mean, when when they signed Rubinho, that was a massive massive fee. Yeah. But I think their club record is Laporte, which was just under sixty, I think. Mm-hmm. Which now I'm say, saying it sounds that's how ridiculous it sounds. I'm saying that's not a massive amount. Um. But, you know, compared to modern day standards. Yeah. So while they probably have a lot of 45, 50 million pound players compared to other clubs, they don't necessarily spend the massive, massive... It's positive because you can see, obviously, United as well recently, they've been trying to be a bit more firm with their sta- with their transfer fees on the players that they want. Um, but I think it's good in whole if, if league-wise that happens. So City obviously do it as well. They, they say we're not rolling over for just because you want more from us because we're Manchester City. And yeah, it looks like Liverpool aren't paying stupid extortionate fees. Um, if I think in whole, if the league just does it, uh, then people will stop trying to get as much as they can out of Premier League teams because they know they're paid well Maybe, by the yeah. TV rights. Um, which would be a good thing overall anyway. And then our next transfer target we've been linked a lot with this guy Jack Grealish yeah I, I, want, I want Grealish pay, pay whatever yeah 45 a, million 450 million <laughs> whatever, a, whatever it takes I'm a massive fan of him so I've got a couple of friends that are Villa fans and yeah. I think you went to see Villa recently as well yeah recently I went to watch uh, Villa Spurs and honestly um, the rest of the team they're, they're probably championship standard but him he stands out so yeah. highly uh, without them he'd be, they'd, I know they're in the relegation zone at the moment anyway but they'd be long gone yeah they'd be yeah. confirmed they'd probably be below Norwich I reckon, uh, I reckon he, he's he's again an example so Sancho he went abroad mm-hmm. uh, Grealish he stuck with his team even though they got relegated and there was a lot of speculation with him leaving uh, various tr- windows to Tottenham yeah so if he'd gone spares he might not necessarily played as much yeah. and he might be at this 25 years old he is now but he might not be, he might not be wanted by team, teams teams mm-hmm. like in in the top four that kind of stuff. Yeah, he he's had a phenomenal season considering um, the position of the club that he's playing for. He's still got seven goals, six assists. Yeah, so I mean when when Villa were last in the Premier League, I didn't think there was much to get excited about him. But he was very young. Yeah, very uh, but young. this this year, you know, he's he's come back. He's their captain, and he's he's properly properly stepped up. Yeah, I he's, think he's a goal scorer. He creates. I think weirdly the championships benefited him as well because he's toughened up. A yeah, lot. I agree. Um, he, he made. Goal- I think he definitely made the right choice staying at Villa. Yeah, because I think one of his big criticisms uh, when he was first in the, at Villa in the Premier League was that he's too weak. Yep, he's definitely toughened up. Um, you can tell he goes into tackles more, and, and he, he's he's matured matured a lot as well. Yeah, yeah. and I I like um, his his just ability. He's he got positive play. He takes yep. the ball forward. He takes a man on on the wing. He operates on the wing. Cuts in. Um, I'd love to see him at Manchester United, and he's also a future English talent. Um, and so and yeah I know earlier on we were linked with James Madison and it yeah, was kind of yeah for me uh, Grealish I definitely prefer Grealish yeah I think Grealish trumps Madison I do think uh, Mad- Madison's a good talent but I don't think he's all he's cracked up to be I don't think he's as versatile as Grealish yeah. well. I think Grealish would do more of a job for United especially if, if Pogba leaves I could see Grealish being more a better replacement than uh, Madison yeah because um, you can imagine Madison wanting to play a bit more forward Mm-hmm. Whereas Grealish, you can see him doing the hard yards in the midfield as well, yeah. even, even though that might not be his natural position. Um, and he he recently said in an interview as well, his favourite stadium to play at is Old Trafford. Did he? Yeah. So you know what that means. It only means one thing, doesn't yep. it, Jack? He's a he, over. You come. 
Yeah, he's got to, he's got to come soon. Yeah. So yeah, good stuff. Um, the two young English players. Um, it looks like they fit in with our with our strategy going forward with transfers and getting yep. getting a, a young hungry talent. Um, so yeah, if if we could get both of those, then that would be absolutely terrific. But what are the chances? Yeah, well, the, you, you got to hope you, with this transfer strategy so far. It's yeah, it's, like I said, it's the young English players. Um, I heard United do like to start securing their transfers in February, so February's gone. Um, obviously, it wouldn't be announced then, but that's like when they start their um, start their bidding for the next year. Okay. Um, so hopefully these things are already underway. Yeah, <laughs> which is probably why the rumours are increasing now. Definitely, there's got to be a, a journal or two yeah. that's got some inside info. So with the rumours, so if Pogba was to be sold, we yeah. definitely have the finances. Speaking of Paul Pogba, he's back. It looks like he's gonna be back in training next week. Yeah, um, heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> um, I kind of, I don't know. At this point, I, I mean, I, I loved Pogba, but I don't know. At this point, it's like if he comes back or not. Yeah. It's pretty clear that he wants to go. It's pretty clear he probably will go. Um, unless he suddenly comes back and... I read one article saying he really wants to play with Bruno, that kind of stuff. But yeah, I've read that as well. I don't know. If, does he really? We'll have to wait and see. Is I'd he, love it if he comes back and we don't have to sell him and he becomes... He just signs a new contract or whatever and and stays for the next five years. But I think, yeah. It's nice to see... Well, there was that video that went... Um, that was doing rounds on Twitter of uh, him and Bailly and Igarlo having yeah. a laugh together. And little things like that people say, oh, you know, people say he's toxic for the change group. But then yeah, look he's at clearly, this. he's clearly not. I think yeah, I, we do know well a lot liked. of it comes from his agent. But yeah. even like his brother's been saying a lot in the media as well. And it's like, he, he, he's he got a big following on social media and stuff. He could easily come out and... Yeah. He he posts stuff wearing, wearing United kit and that, but he could actually... He can say something. He can yeah. say... I I want to be here. Yeah, that that would um, and that would be terrific. But yeah. yeah, I'm not too sure what his uh his strategy is yeah. with his um, but I agent. Think, you know, it's it's changed a bit since January. We're at the in January we were dying to get him back. Mm-hmm. Now with Bruno playing as well as he is, maybe his Pogba's attitude is going to change because at the moment he's not top dog. Yeah, it um, could literally be that. Yeah, and maybe he's also realised that. Because from what I see, anyway, the mood on him has changed, and the fans have kind of said, "Okay, if you if you really yeah, want to go, yeah, it's gone. It's gone to the point of yeah. Like, I mean, I was I was like that. Where I was thinking, we can't lose this guy. Who are we going to get to replace him? Yeah. Now I'm like, does he even get in the team at the moment? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the conversation's <laughs> changed. Fit, yeah. Um, and uh, so maybe that will change something in him. Like, so I can kind of understand where he was coming from. He when he signed, we also signed uh, Ibrahimovic, Mkhitaryan. Um, I think that was when Bailly joined as well. Yeah, was that and then after that we signed Lukaku. Um, I can't remember who else we signed, but Alexis Sanchez. Yeah, Sanchez. <laughs> but even though Sanchez didn't work out, you can see like these were the kind like those were the kind of talents that the team was being built yeah. around. Um, and since then, you know, Sanchez is gone, Lukaku's gone, Ibrahimovic has gone, Mkhitaryan's um, gone. gone. Um, who else? Any anyone that you could consider like top tier talent? Yeah. Pretty much has gone, other than the youngsters, like yeah. Rashford, etc. Um, and the players we brought in since then, a lesser reputation. Their, their reputations is not as good. Mm-hmm. They've worked out well. James, Wambasaka, Maguire, etc. Bruno. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, well maybe Bruno's changed his thoughts a bit because uh, before that he could kind of think that he's thinking the club's going downhill, <laughs> and he wants to be playing with the best players in the world. Yeah. Which we're not at that stage yet. Um, but yeah, with Bruno, maybe he's thinking, okay, 
the club's changing a bit again. They're find they're finding the right players that he yeah. can play, he can play with. But we'll have to see. I guess maybe Bruno could literally yeah as well as off the pitch on the pitch he's completely performing for us off the pitch the motivation like you, we hear countless uh, of the players in interviews saying that he's a really good leader already yeah. he's come in and you know I think he's taking we've charge. mentioned it before but yeah, him, him speaking English is just massive yeah mm. and you know it's, it's awesome for, I, I think the, what, he, it can do wonders in the changing room yep. in the dressing room uh, and it can really bring the team together it looks already like um, that's working uh, and if it if it can grow stronger that cohesion within the team then yeah it'll only lead to a, an increase in performance and yeah. and better results etc so as well um, as Pogba coming back yeah so we've got a few more people we've returning got, um, Twanzebi and Fosu Mensah so Fosu Mensah he's been out for a really long time he's been out since last I kind of feel I, I kind of feel like although he's not really had a chance you know I kind of feel like it's over for him I think it's kind of so he's he became he came on the scene around the uh, Van Hall era yeah when there was a couple of youngsters that were coming up at the time and then he's had a couple of loans Crystal Palace in Fulham and he's done fa- fairly well on those loans um I just think nowadays when you know when you when you he's 22 now yeah um mm. if at 22 you haven't had an established run in the yeah. first team here's a question for you what's his firm position um so according to football manager he's a right back <laughs> um but I don't know. Yeah, so he's played. I he's, think right he's back done for pretty us, well at holding back, midfield sometimes. Back, yeah, defensive midfield. Yeah. He's played across all across the back line and in the midfield. So he could just be the Dutch John O'Shea. Yeah, I mean, it's, there's no harm in having a versatile player around. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we need to see something from him. We need to see. We need to see a season where he plays 20, 30 games. Maybe next season could be his chance. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what his. I don't know what his contract. But even like, I mean, like uh, you know, uh, cup games, some substitute yeah. appearances. Yeah. Um, like you said, he's versatile. So we, you know, if he can be the player who, like you said, like John O'Shea, if, mm. any, if you if you need a position around the defensive line, not make Luis Figo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that I still always remember that goal he scored at Arsenal as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, against Liverpool. But yeah, yeah then yeah. there's st- there's still. Um, there's still I'm just looking at his Wikipedia page he plays as a defensive midfielder centre back or full back <laughs> so that's, too, that's too many positions at 22 yeah um, I think yeah at that point in your career if you haven't firmed a position or at least two maximum two positions yeah. I'd say I'd say that um, it's a bit of a difficult one to see where your future is yeah and I, I always think about United players that go on loan it never really seems to work out for them at United um, so we got Beckham went on loan back in the day mm-hmm. he obviously worked out but he did leave eventually yeah um, Welbeck went on loan didn't really work out Lingard went on loan not really working out yeah yeah. the, the, the players yeah. from the academy that stick uh, Rashford he didn't go out you know they're, they're the players who they actually they were good enough straight away I think they're the players that have lost such good quality that you wouldn't want them to go yeah, out on loan like, yeah, um, like Greenwood as well he, Greenwood yeah he's, not, he's never going on loan yeah. um, you know what I mean like uh, the players that do tend to go out on loan it's not. A, it's not a rule set. Even McTomin- McTominay, I don't know. If, no. McTominay go out on loan anywhere. No. Um, you know these kind of players. They just came into the team. Yeah. So, so McTominay's been at United his whole career. So you're trying to say James Wilson is a. a yeah, James Wilson is the example. He's, we <laughs> yeah. went on loan everywhere under the sun, right? Yeah. Um, and it, it just didn't work out for him. Yeah. Um, not all. Yeah. So when you get to that 22, 23 age, if you haven't really had that long at United, you know, like a full season at least. I can't think of many other than Lingard who are still around that have been on loan. Um, in the current squad or in just in general in the last uh, Welbeck was one of the longest yeah, longest that last and then he's gone um, everyone, everyone else who is a promising talent but goes on loan doesn't seem to work out 
Just that's just something I've thought, I've thought of. I don't know. Maybe no, we have to do some more research because because yeah. immediately one man attacks my brain and his name's Andreas Pereira. Yeah, so he's yeah, been out alone loans, everywhere, yeah. right? And it's just not working out. So maybe for it's him. a question of does a loan actually benefit the players? Yeah, it's I I I just think at United they've always been a club that if you're actually good enough you will get in the squad yeah, I think the, regardless of your age I think the club that you get loaned to is essential, is vital to the success and maybe those, those clubs Transabi's been on loan and he's he's probably one that we hope was yeah. going to work out Yeah. so yeah so, so it, can, it can work but we, I was just saying I've, I've not seen someone at United other than we call Beckham the exception yeah um you know, maybe you know they always say it's the exception that proves proves the rule. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe Beckham's that exception that went out on loan when he was a youngster, and it actually paid off. Because everyone else, they always just tend to just stick. Around. They they just get in the team if they're good enough. It's yeah, it's true. I think, and that's one of the benefits of being at Manchester United is that the academy is yeah. So, like so you look so at flat. like Rashford for example, he wasn't he he wasn't going to have a shoe in, but then Rooney was injured, Martial was injured, mm-hmm. he had to play, and he was good enough to play. And it worked out for him. Had he been on loan somewhere, he might not have got that opportunity. Yeah, that's um, true. So, speaking of Twanzebi, you just mentioned him. He had a successful loan at Villa. He's back yeah. from injury as well now. Yeah, so I think he's a good option going forward. Um, yeah. That, I think what we said before, that, that second centre-back position is available. Yeah. Whether he, it'd be good to see whether he can, he can, he can be that guy. Yeah. Um, I've only seen positive things so far. He, he recently came out and said uh, in an interview that his long-term goal is to captain Manchester United. So it's good to see he's got some determination. And I think I read somewhere the other day he's become like an unofficial counselor for the youth team players as well. Oh, that's so awesome. he clearly cares about the club yeah, yeah. and he's willing to. He and he got to wear the armband against was it Rochdale? Yeah, yeah, it was Roch- yeah. Rochdale in the cup. He captained them because that's where he's from originally, yeah. and it's quite quite a nice touch from Ole to yeah. getting the captain's armband against his uh, hometown club. So fair play to him. Um, but yeah, he's definitely got potential. But I guess the thing, the, the thing with him at the moment is just going to see, can he stay fit? Um, and can he get a run in the team? Because um, the competition's fierce for that place. Lindelof's had an okay season, but yeah. he's been good when he's played. Um, so there, there, you know, there's, there's, pl- there's people challenging for that position. So he's got, he's, if he gets an opportunity, he's got to push and take it. Yeah, um, for sure. Because you'd imagine that maybe that's still a position United are looking to strengthen. So if he can have a strong end to the season, maybe he's going to change their transfer plans. Um but yeah, um, I think that's all for injuries, but I don't think we've got anyone else. Yeah, so it looks like the squad's getting... We don't uh, have any many other injuries at the moment, I don't think. It's just Mr. Marcus. But, um, oh, Rashford. How yeah. can I forget about Rashford? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. Well, I heard positive things, but um, nothing concrete, but he's they're saying he, sh- he might play before the end of the season. Um, Fingers crossed. Yeah. I'd, I'd, it's a big shame because he scored 13 goals. He probably would could have could have potentially got the golden boot. Good chance for him. Premier yeah. League boot. Um, From a selfish yeah. point, I kind of don't want him to come back this season because I think if he to the if he does, he'll play in the Euros, yeah. and he might need that rest. And like we've said it before about Rashford, is uh, Maguire's got that kind of thing at the moment. He plays too many games. <laughs> he does play. Um, I think he's played every game. Yes. Yeah. So it would be, you know, from a purely selfish point of view. Um, obviously I want England to do well as well but from a purely selfish United fan point of view wouldn't mind if he sat out the rest of the, se- <laughs> the rest of the season obviously I'd love to have him in the team and we'll want to get Champions League football but maybe he needs the rest if he's not if he's not if he's looking touch and go to the end of the season I would rather he sat out um, just to just to get that rest because he might never have a long term rest again in his in his career so I think that was one of the issues with Sanchez because the Copa America was such a regular, yeah, he was never getting the rest. regular, regular thing between Copa America and World Cups. He was almost never getting any rest. Um, and you don't want to have the whole Wayne Rooney situation again, where everyone says he never had any rest. He never yeah. really had a rest. Yeah, Rooney had the same thing. Yeah, uh, his probably only rest was when he was suspended. <laughs> exactly. Speaking of <laughs> yeah. Wayne, 
We are approximately about 24 hours away from the return. Yes. Of Wayne Rooney. Well, it's, we're we're away, right? Yeah. So, so. essentially, not not return to Old Trafford, <laughs> but re- a return against Manchester. I feel, United. I feel like uh, this this return is being more hyped than uh, when because he he played us twice when he was at Everton. Yep. Um, but I feel like no one really cared then. Yeah. Which is a bit of a shame. Um, but I think now that we've we've had a bit more time for the dust to settle. Yeah. And people are starting to remember how great he actually was. And Wayne Rooney's grown a beard. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, so they're saying online he looks like I don't know if you remember there was this um advert in like 2006 yes, or something or 2012 yeah when it's like England have failed at another World Cup yeah. and he grows a beard and stuff yeah. and it, people are saying he now looks like the real life the, that's version of yeah. that but it seems like everyone's much more up for this um, it's almost it, as if they need a reason to sell tickets for Manchester United versus Derby <laughs> but yeah it's Manchester United versus Wayne Rooney's Derby yeah. um, Derby have evolved from Frank Lampard's Derby to Wayne Rooney's yeah. Derby um, maybe next year at some point with John Terry's Derby who knows um yeah, it's, it, I'm. I'm happy. I'm very happy. I'm gonna be very happy to watch him again for another ninety minutes. In yeah, a while. I hope it's like. Uh, remember when Van Persie played against us in the was it Champions League or Europa League? Yeah, we got, were four 0 up and then he scored. It. Yeah. Um. So that and then everyone celebrated. So that <laughs> that'd be nice if we're four 0 up and yeah. he scores. Um, four 0 up. Let Wayne score. Let him score an anchor penalty. Again. Yeah. Well, I'd love it if he scored like four own goals, like yeah. some like sixty yard screamers and <laughs> yeah, just all own goals though. Because Oli said that uh, any goals he scores against us will be chalked off his tally. Yeah. So either any own goals he scored should be added to. Should be added to his tally. Yeah. So he should elongate his record yeah. and score ten goals, yeah. goals, and then just, he's got three hundred sixty. I think everyone would be happy with that. Yeah. Um, no, I'm. I'm very excited to see him <laughs> playing again. Um, I I know he'll get a class reception because he's just loved. And yeah, you're right. I think as time has gone on since he's left us. Yeah, um, I think the the, fir- the first return was too soon. Yeah, I think the realization's yeah. grown stronger. Now, now, now people are re- starting to realize how good he was. Yeah. Um. What do you think in terms of score for that game? Yeah, it depends on, I guess, if he's going to say it so early in his career, it depends on if Bruno plays or not. <laughs> <laughs> if, he, if, if he doesn't play, um, I still expect us to win. Yeah. Like maybe be like 1 or 2 nil. Yeah. If he does play and he starts, then I'm thinking it would be similar to Bruges, another four or five goals. Um, need, yeah, because we need to be careful. Because was it last season Derby knocked us out when Wilson scored a free kick against us? Yes. Yeah. But Wilson's not there anymore. He's not there. And exactly. Lampard's not there either. Yeah. And Mourinho's not in charge of us. So there's a lot <laughs> yeah. of yeah. A, lot, a of, lot of things have changed. Yeah. Um, I think they did they knock us out penalties. I think they did. Fellaini yeah. scored a late equaliser, didn't yeah. he? So yeah. So um, yeah, we have to be careful. And it's funny. I was looking at the derby squad um, prior to recording because because uh, I was just in, out of interest. And they've got some some great throwback names in their yeah. squad so we've got Tom Huddleston who, yep. who's injured for tomorrow so no 50 yard screamer I've just seen your notes Curtis yeah. Davies I've not heard that name in a while Andre Wisdom yeah. who played a bit at right back for Liverpool and then Scott Carson who's unknown to Manchester City okay he, he's got I don't. he's got a great deal from that so Scott Carson I'm always going to remember him because um, his mistakes against Croatia yes yeah. I was there so oh, yeah awesome so, <laughs> well, not, awesome. not awesome yeah I was sat behind the goal did you get wet from the ring yeah I was soaked so, uh, so you didn't bring your brolly M- yeah McLaren was the wally with the brolly but the rest of us in the stadium did what didn't have access the to wallies without brollies yeah wallies <laughs> without brollies and I just remember thinking no, firstly when he got Carson got picked I thought okay this is strange I was only, I was young at the time was I, think. I was, only, I was maybe about 12 yeah. maybe 13 Robinson was our established keeper yeah. for some reason and Robinson wasn't great yeah but he was the was, best we had. It was a strange move for Carson. And uh, it went very badly. I think our defence was like, it was none of our first team players were around. It was like Wayne Bridge, Sol Campbell, who was quite old at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Lescott, I feel like it was Lescott was playing as well. Um, and it just went disastrously. 
And and the, the other thing I remember from Sereni was injured at the time. Um, so Crouch was our main striker, and um, I can just remember him in an interview saying he loves playing with David Beckham, right? Because he's probably expecting crosses. Cr- crosses, right? Yeah. And uh, but McLaren, I don't know. He just had this thing about not starting Beckham. <laughs> like first his first couple of squads, he wasn't involved in it at all. But then Beckham comes on at half time, and the game changes completely. You know, we got a penalty pretty early. Um, and then Beckham put a great cross to the crouch to level the game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just yes. Yeah, speaking of uh, what a squad. Whenever, I'm just looking at it now. Whenever, well, oh yeah. So see, if you look at the team that we actually put out, Carson, not first choice. Richards, I can't remember he whether he was. I think time, maybe I think he was first was, choice. Yeah. But yeah, Campbell, Lescott, Bridge. So I was right about the rest of the. Um, yeah. Right, Phillips was starting ahead of Beckham. Uh, Gerard, Barry, Lampard, uh, Joe Cole, Crouch. Uh, I think Darren Bent came on. But you look yeah. at the, so I just this is this is the worst thing. I've just seen Ashley Cole was on the bench. <laughs> like I can remember Bridge being ha- tr- struggling with the first couple of goals. Um why was what was Ashley Cole doing on the bench? If he's fit enough for the bench, start him over Wayne Bridge. <laughs> it was just it was just insane decisions <laughs> yeah. from McLaren overall um, he ended up getting Even look, Wes Brown's on the bench. He would have done a better job at centre back than Campbell at that point. Because Campbell yeah. was quite getting on a bit at that at that time. Um yeah, I don't know. And just, yeah, uh, we're, we're getting sidetracked now. But yeah, it was a pretty traumatic day. It was, Tra- traumatic evening. Even. It's a traumatic day, I think, in the uh, in the heads of all England fans. That's why yeah. we get so passionate about it. Yeah. And yeah, like I said, being being there, there's not really much, there's not really much worse. But I think that was the first time England failed to qualify for a tournament in my lifetime. Yeah. At the time. And being there, it was just made it more, more, more and more miserable. Yeah. And um, yeah, Scott, Scotty Carson, that's what you were remembered for. Yeah, that's the, that's the first thing that comes to mind is just England, England, Croatia. Yeah, and now he's living his life as the third keeper at City, I'm assuming for English quota reasons <laughs> rather than his ability. Yeah. Um, but what a great move for him. He's on loan from Derby. Misses out a game against United. His yeah, he's kind of like, uh, it was almost like Lee Grant, right? He's, he's City's Lee Grant, except he's not permanent. Yeah. Um, He's just he's just there just just in case the worst happens and yeah. both of your keepers are injured at the same time. And then speaking of Manchester City, we're playing them on Sunday. Yes, following Derby. Um, so is that home at Old Trafford? Which I think is actually a bad thing. Yeah, I feel like we, <laughs> we're, we're definitely better at the Etihad for City. Yeah, against City, we've definitely had a better more success there. Um, what do you think is going to happen? How do you think that game will play out? I don't know. When are they playing Madrid? Is it midweek? No, I'm they're not. They're so. playing Arsenal. So they've got, they've got a double game game week. for uh, They're playing Arsenal midweek. Is that double game week on Fantasy? Yes, yeah, so, so they just announced it today. <laughs> so, oh, awesome. So, but it's a tricky Aguero, one because they're, they're... Well, so that's the thing, that's what you'd usually do, right? But yeah. it's they're playing United and Arsenal. So United's away, Arsenal's at home. Arsenal at home, you'd expect them to bank some points. Yeah. But with Pep's rotation, it's, City are always a tricky one too. Yeah. And then Arsenal... I don't think you really want to be picking too many Arsenal players for a game against City. No, <laughs> not wise. <laughs> so, so it's a tricky double game week. Well, um, I do have Gwen Daisy as my third substitute, yeah. but that is for financial reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but us against City, it'd be an interesting game. Um, we're, we're in decent form. Yeah, we if are. We, if we can get the win, uh, that'd be a good start to the month for taking four points from I think we're two in games. A, but it's a, maybe it's a good time to play City because... I'd imagine that their the heads focus, are going to be on the Champions yeah, League, right? Their focus yeah. isn't on the league anymore. They've yeah. they've more or less certified that second spot for them. They're obviously 
well, incredibly unlikely to get the first spot. Um, so yeah, maybe their focus is on Champions League. Uh, Pep might use this as a game, as I don't know, to experiment, or he won't take it as a hundred percent serious. But then again, maybe well, he's playing Manchester United, right? Yeah, that's the thing. They always tend to do well at Old Trafford. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe we need Rojo to recall him off loan so that he can maraud <laughs> in the James rooms. Uh, um, but yeah, I don't know. It's one of those. It could go either way. It's, yeah. Um, it's a tricky one. It'll be an interesting. It'll be an entertaining one. Um. The, yeah, as of recent, the games against City have been fairly entertaining. Um, not particularly the ones at Old Trafford. So I think as long as, yeah, it will, it will be a good game. It will be a good game. I and think for me, the way recent, I, I would definitely start Matic. Uh, he, he's performed pretty well recently, and especially against City. Yeah, and he for just adds that extra protection for the defense. For me, it has to be Matic or Fred, yeah. and then Fernandez just ahead of them. Yep. Um, I think that's our strongest three at the moment. Uh, McTominay. I, 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 I do. I do kind. Of, the, the diamond seems to be working. Yep. Okay. Um, I'm not sure about the width. I don't know whether Oli will go to five at the back maybe for that game. Cause... Probably will because that seems to be what he does against the yeah. big boys. So uh, I'm not sure how we fit all the midfielders in but I'm sure we'll find a way. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, and I'd keep... I'm not too sure because he recently, he's, a couple of times, he's played either Dan James up front alongside Marcelo. So I heard James has got a bit of a knock. Yeah. So I'm not sure if he'll So he's be... out of the derby yeah. game. Um, I'd keep him away from the starting line. Yeah, his form's not City. been amazing yeah. recently. So I'd, I'd definitely prefer to have Greenwood up there, give him his chance against um, against our local rivals. Um, or even a Galo. This could be the kind of game that suits a Galo, right? It might be, yeah. Because yeah, his hold-up play is pretty good. Yeah, and they don't have Laporte. He's out yeah. injured. So they'll have their... He plays, like, a, he plays like an actual striker as opposed yeah. to Martial, who still plays like a winger mm-hmm. <laughs> cutting in. Igalo will, will maybe might offer us more in that situation. Because um, that was the problem... Who did James and Martial start against recently? Chelsea. Yes. So although Martial scored, remember we were moaning that there's no one in the middle. Mm-hmm. They're just both playing too wide. So if we got someone like Agalo, it gives us another outlet. Yeah. Who's actually sure. who'll play with his back to goal. Um, so it just gives us some options, really. Um, we don't have any midweek games, I don't think. So it'd be nice to actually have a break for some of the guys. Yeah. Because we've been playing sort of Midweek, weekend, so midweek, Champions League's back on next week, is it? Or is it Premier no. League again? Well, maybe Champions League, but it's the other... Because it's not City. Because City, City have got their game re- their game against Arsenal. Okay, dokie. Cool. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for everything we wanted to cover this week. Um, we found out you might be able to give us a rating on Spotify. We're not 100% sure on that. Feel free <laughs> but, to if you can. But if you can, yeah, give us a rating. Um, Possibly if, you're not a if you're not subscribed already, subscribe. We're on Pocket Casts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Spotify um, or you can go to the Anchor website and listen if you don't want to sign up to anything we're also uploading to YouTube sometimes um, and yeah follow us on all the social medias Twitter Facebook Instagram <laughs> yeah um, but yeah and uh, yeah, leave us a comment somewhere drop us a message let us know what you liked what you didn't like and yeah see you guys next week bye